Welcome, everybody, back to Hammer Time. Thank you all for listening and joining us again. Today, we'll be discussing week four college football. May give out a couple NFL picks. We will recap week three. We'll talk about the season thus far. And then, obviously, the six big matchups this week. Six ranked matchups. The first time we've had this many since September 2006, this early on in the year. Uh, There were seven that week, so... Big week, obviously a lot of big games being played, some numbers to look at, some picks to give. B, how you doing, buddy? Thanks for joining, dude. I'm doing well. Long week of work. Uh, I'm ready to watch some football. Looking forward to tonight. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, so let's just hit it real quick. Week 0, 1, and 7. Uh, week 1, 21 and 12. Week 2, 13 and 10. Last week, week 3. 10 and 5. We had a pretty good week there. UC kind of messed things up. I know we were both there at the tailgate together. That's uh, a shame they couldn't pull that one out, but it is what it is. Um, congratulations to your Miami Redhawks, first and foremost. Thank you, Kenny. I did live bet the Redhawks. I just had a gut feeling after they blocked that 35 yard field goal with time expiring to send it to overtime that this was the year the Redhawks broke the 16-year losing streak. Well, we um, said that that game is always a little bit closer than what people think. I know, yep. obviously, UC was having a good year up until that point. Um, so, you know, it's just football, college football. That's why we do this. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about this week, week four. Uh, last week, there was only two top 25 teams with matchups less than seven, Tennessee and K-State, right? We talked about those games a little bit. We said, be wary. K-State, I pulled off of. You You bet it. They both lost outright on the road. Tough spots there. Colorado, I guess, wasn't that big of a favorite since being 25-point favorites to Oregon State, a game that they lost, and a 24-point favorite against Colorado State last week. They barely skated by and double overtime, I think, 2 a.m., something like that. Yep. This game had 9.3 million viewers as a 10 p.m. game. That's crazy. The next closest was Georgia, South Carolina, 5.5 million. Penn State has been a covering machine. Texas State uh, last week, obviously, again, 10 and 5. Had the immaculate day going up until UC. Looking forward to keeping it rolling this week. We got six big ones. B, let's start in order uh, we'll go uh, Florida State Clemson. I believe this is the noon game, right? It is. Uh, yeah, I, I believe this is at noon. And let me just make sure. Go ahead and give me your thoughts here, real quick. I think the last number I saw was three, two and a half. Yeah, I saw two and a half uh, within two the last thirty minutes. Yep. Um. I, I'm not going to pick this game. I think I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I you know obviously Florida State looked like they were looking past Boston College last week and darn near got beat. Um, I think the only thing going for for Florida State is it it's it is a noon game, not a night game. But um, I don't know, man. I just this is a game I'm just going to watch. I'm not going to bet this game. Yeah, I will have I will watch a lot of these games this week. Uh, you know me, and I'm trying to stay off the big games. 
This is one where Florida State is 20 and 15 straight up against Clemson, but they've lost seven straight. Over under set at 55, Florida State minus two and a half. This is a 12 o'clock game on ABC. This is the year that Florida State finally beats Clemson, right? No, I picked them to I picked them to beat them in the ACC championship game. Not this. We're head to head here. I know. So Clemson, obviously unranked. Um, I lean Clemson. I'm gonna take the first half under, but I lean Clemson. Uh, um, Next, let's shift into these 3:30 games. Excuse me. 3:30 games. Colorado, Oregon. That's probably the biggest one of the day, I, I think, right? I mean, outside the Notre Dame-Ohio State, the, the biggest day game I think everyone will be watching is that Colorado-Oregon. Right now, Oregon minus 21. This is following Clemson-Florida State on ABC. Over-under set at 71. I'll give you my pick first. I love the under here again, and I like Oregon. I haven't watched a whole lot of Oregon this year, obviously, them being a pack and on the West Coast, but I've watched a lot of Colorado, a lot. And uh, the under is my play. I will have my biggest play of the year on this game, and I'll tell you what it is at the end of this episode. B, give me your thoughts. It's another game. I, I, You know what I do, Kenny. I scan these. I scan these lines on Sunday when they come out and I just look for stuff that hits me as a mismatch, you know, where we can get value. Um, And I didn't see a lot here. I think 21 points is a lot. Um, The ducks are scoring at will, but they did give up 30 points to Texas tech. Um, I'm leaning Colorado in the points, but my gut tells me, with all the distraction and the hype and the D on this and D on that, they finally have to go on a road again. I know TCU is a decent team, but they're not rolling like Oregon. I this could they could get end up just getting boat raced up there. And uh, I, again, I'm not going to make a bet on this game. Yeah, I'll discuss that a little bit more at the end. Um, let's go into the next. Uh, UCLA, Utah, minus four and a half. I think this has gotten all the way up to minus six, which would indicate one thing to me. Cam Rising is going to play this week. This is on Fox at 3.30, over under set at 51. Again, I love the under. I know UCLA has got that great quarterback. Uh, I I'm, I'm just think Utah is that good. I think Utah is a phenomenal football program. And the Utes, you know, at home, four and a half point. I, I just think that's not enough. I think this is somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 14, if not more. And I love UCLA. What do you think, B? I like the under pick. Uh, that's probably the only one I'm willing to take here. Uh, mm-hmm. Utah will play defense. They will be tough at home. You know, UCLA does score. But I, 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 I'm, I'm only willing to consider the under in this game. I, I think it's going to be a war. And I love the first half unders on all these big games. That may be a round robin sort of play for me, but I will probably also take them all individually as well. I like the first half under in these big primetime games. I know Oregon's that that one scares me because Oregon can score at will, like you said. But 71 points is a hell of a lot of points. Uh, Bama, minus seven, hosting Ole Miss, 330 CBS, over under 56. Ole Miss, obviously, the potential to score. I think they get 
two of their best offensive players back this week. Bama is going back to Milrow at quarterback. And uh, no play here for me. I think if I had to lean in a certain direction, I would go with Alabama, but that's just me. Um, that's just where I stand. I don't think – I think if you play that Tulane Ole Miss game with Pratt healthy, I think Tulane probably beats Ole Miss. So uh, that's where I stand. I, I know that Alabama looked like dog shit against South Florida. If anybody actually watched the game, it was raining sideways. So And then they went to Buckner – if you watched a minute of college football last year, yeah, he's just not the guy. I don't know where along the way their offensive coordinators or their quarterback coaches thought that that was going to be a good decision. Milrow may not be a quarterback, but Buckner is an actual actual quarterback, and he's not much of one either, in my opinion. Uh, I've talked about him plenty last year. I don't think I need to talk to him about him anymore this year. I don't think he'll be seeing the field again, especially if they beat all miss pretty convincingly. Uh, what are your thoughts on that game, B? I think you have to flush that game last week in Tampa. I mean, when, when it rains in Florida, it freaking rains. And and I did watch, you know, a good chunk of that game. I mean, it, it it's hard to play football in that hard of a driving rainstorm. So I, I flushed last week. I just pretend like it didn't matter. And um, I don't know, man. Alabama's minus seven. Um, you got to think Saban is just seething right now at what's going oh, yeah, on man. with this team. And um, it's another it's another game. I, I, it's another game I can't touch. I, yeah. I, I would be surprised if Alabama doesn't win this game. I just know, don't know if they win it by over a touchdown because of Ole Miss's offense. Like you said, Alabama is still trying to find an offense. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think this will just be a sit back and be entertained and watch. Yeah, and a lot of these games that we're talking about are in phenomenal teasing positions. Um, with the exception of Colorado-Oregon, the biggest spread on the other top five matchups of the week is is going to be – Six and a half is what I'm seeing right now with Alabama. So that's come down from seven to six and a half. Ole Miss must be getting a little bit of money. So, um, so, yeah, so I think these so, are all in phenomenal teasing position. I think that's an excellent point. So I, I, what, what is the Alabama six, six point tease? You know, what do you, what, what, what are you giving up there? What are you getting? Well, you're, it depends on which book you use, right? I mean, every book is going to be a little bit yeah. different. But if you use DraftKings, you can do a six and a half for minus 120. I think if you look even on FanDuel, it goes up to minus 137, minus 136. So that's another thing that's book specific. And it, it just depends on them managing risk on either side of yeah. the number. That's all. It is. I I like that minus six and a half T's with Alabama. Um, minus 120. I like that bet a lot. I'm a, I'm probably going to go out and see if I can lock that in. I think you bring up an excellent point, Kenny. The question would be which one you pick with it, right? That that would be the next question. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be very happy to get Notre Dame with what is it? I mean, what would it be nine and a half points? If you did six and a half, you may get ten at ten yeah. in some places. That crosses through a lot of big numbers. So uh, if you teased it with utah you'd get utah at pick them so uh there's a lot of ways you can go about that i again will not be 
on a lot of these big games, but I do lean first half under in every single one of them. And uh, let's hit this last one here, and we'll move along into our cards. Oregon State minus three at Washington State. This is a 7 p.m. Fox following UCLA, Utah, keeping it out west. Over-under set at 56. This is the standalone game that I love the over, and I love, love, love Oregon State minus three. Um, love it. Yep. Interesting. Um, that's the only game on the slate that you said we were going to talk about that I actually like. Um, Oregon State actually plays defense. Yep. They've only given up 33 total points in their first three games. Um, I'm not for that reason. I'm not sure I like the over in this, but what is it? 55. That's not a whole lot of points for, for two pack pack two teams. Um, yeah, I like, I'm definitely going to take Oregon state and give up three points. I, I like that bet a lot. And, um, I I'll probably tail you and take the over. The other thing is they may have the best running back in the country. Uh, and that Martinez guy, Damian Martinez, he is, he runs with his hair on fire. I mean, he is so he's such a violent runner and he's really, really good running back. I'm curious to see where his draft uh, stock goes after this game. On the other hand, you look at the rushing yard leader for Washington state as their quarterback. And that would be, Cam Ward, who is an excellent player. He only has 95 rushing yards on the year. And you look at Damian Martinez, 351 rushing yards so far. Uh, it's just a total difference. And I think the line of scrimmage is really going to be the difference there. Now let's go to the prime time. I would call this the premier matchup of the day. I don't think Colorado, Oregon has that is deserving of that, that name. Notre Dame, Ohio State. At Notre Dame, this is the 7:30 game. I believe it was flexed to this position. The spread, the last spread that I've seen, is Notre Dame getting three points. That's what I. That's what I saw too, as of 6:15 today. And what are your thoughts on that game, B? Um, it's another game I'm staying away from. I mean, Ohio State has a ton of speed. You know, best probably one of the best wide receivers in the country. I mean, they have the athletes to go out there and, and do things It just, you just know, know what, which Ohio state team is going to show up and they really haven't proven anything this year. Mm -hmm. They'll be hyped up and ready to play that game. But I, you know, you got coach Freeman going up against his old team. I, I just, I can't pick a side. I, I like your tease. I like pairing this, um, I like pairing Notre Dame getting like nine or 10 points as a tease with Alabama is what I like. I, I think the, what I think the pick you just came up with five or 10 minutes ago is the play here. I think you tease this with another game. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure which game it is, but I, I'm, I'm, you know, I think that's the way to go for me. And I have a lot of plays this week. The plays for me on those six big matchups is going to be, primarily live betting uh so you'll have to follow along on twitter to get some of those but i yet to see how they line up if ohio state lines up and mccord is looks disheveled and he's scrambling around for his life and notre dame's got the place rocking then it's an easy pick right i mean it's easy you know what you're getting in sam hartman i think he is probably if not the most elite quarterback he's definitely the biggest difference maker 
He was the best transfer portal um, recruit that there's been. I, I, I just think he is marvelous. That's the best word I can use to describe him, marvelous. He is phenomenal. He was phenomenal at Wake Forest against Clemson. He is phenomenal this year so far for Notre Dame. I think he's going to have an unbelievable game. And you're right. You just Ohio State is such a mixed bag. They could come out and look like the national champion, or they could come out and look like shit. I will say that game they played against Western Kentucky, I was dead wrong on. Western Kentucky is not a bad team, and they really ran it up there. Western Kentucky and Austin Reed, that's a good team. A lot of people will kind of gloss over that that win, and I know they were 28-point favorite but they ran it up and they may be kind of grooving here right at the right time. Like Ohio state likes to do. So uh, I would be just very, very cautious of playing a lot of these big games. Let's talk about the rest of the slate here. B I have a number of picks. Um, There's two more games. Let's hit on real quick. And you want to talk about Oklahoma UC. Give me your thoughts there. That's going to be my uh, lock of the week presented by Buffalo trace bourbon. Um, I'm take it, it pains me to say it as a Cincinnati Bearcat season ticket holder, but I couldn't wait to hit Oklahoma minus 13 and a half in this game. Um, Cincinnati, and, and I know people like to dog on Mac teams and, you know, they should blow Miami of Ohio out, blah, blah, blah. Miami of Ohio is not a bad football team. Agree. Um, they have the size and, and strength to compete. They, and, and that's my concern is to a large extent, especially within the red zone, they pushed UC around in the trenches, pushed mm-hmm. them around. And I'm not going to read to you the scores that Oklahoma has been putting up, but those dudes are scoring points. I think they're going to score points uh, against Cincinnati. Cincinnati's vulnerable on that sideline corner route. Um, and, and I just think at the line of scrimmage, they're going to, they're going to dominate. I, mm-hmm. I think they win this game by, you know, over two touchdowns. And um, I feel confident about that. I hope, I hope it doesn't happen, but I think it's going to happen. I took Oklahoma minus 13 and a half. Yeah. I think that's a good pick. And then do you have anything on that pit North Carolina game? That was my other um, real quick pit pick. As soon as I saw it come out, I took North Carolina minus six and a half. I know it's a night game at Pitt. I know Coach Narduzzi is a good coach. They like to play defense. Um, I just think North Carolina's offense will prevail in this game. I, I Pitt has trouble scoring points. North Carolina doesn't. The line has already moved an entire point. It's now at minus seven and a half. So I was thankful to get in on that one early, and I feel real good about that pick. Tar Heels minus six and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dig it. Um, I I want to talk real quick about a Friday night game, Wisconsin versus Purdue. I know you were pretty high on the Badgers to begin the year. Luke Fickle, um, Tanner Mordecai, I really like him a lot. I think he's pretty good. Malusi, the running back, is pretty solid. Uh, on the other hand, you have Purdue. So you have a 2-1 and one Wisconsin versus a 1-2 and two Purdue team who lost a lot last year between coaching and transfer portal and draft picks. Um Actually, the guy for the Bengals just had that uh, punt return touchdown. I think uh, Chris Jones, is that who that guy is? Um, anywho, they, they lost some talent. They lost coaches. They just lost to Syracuse 35-20 to uh, at home. 
they played Virginia Tech pretty closely. It was a rainy, rainy game, but they still played them pretty close. I think we were head-to-head there. Um, they lost to Fresno at home. Now they get Wisconsin at home. So uh, what I'm seeing is a trend. This number actually went from six down to five and a half now. It is uh, going to be the first Big Ten game for the Badgers this year. And I like the Badgers and Tanner Mordecai and Luke Fickle to figure it out. And I think that they've played a little bit tougher strength of schedule. They just had a good win over Georgia Southern. They played Washington State pretty closely. Uh, We were on the Washington State side of that. But I still like the Badgers here. I think they get it done. Tanner Mordecai is a great quarterback. And I think it's just a matter of him figuring out the system, which he's going to do this week against Purdue. Um, that's all I got there. I don't have another game I, to discuss, really. I have picks for you. I love I love that pick, and I will join you taking the Badgers and Coach Fickle. Yep, let's go. Let's go, Luke. Yeah, I think he gets them right. He's a great coach, right? He's a, he's a phenomenal coach. So yep. I think he gets them right. Uh, I'm going to run through here. I got a lot of picks, and I'm not going to give much analysis. I, I'm just going to tell you picks, and we'll kind of go from there. The units and all that stuff will be on the card like they always are. Some of these I'll have over a unit. Some will be half a unit, and we'll just kind of go as we will. I will say this. Uh, Illinois and Michigan State both made the card this week, and if I lose probably either one of them, they're both in timeout for me for the remainder of the season. Um and I have a pick on here that's probably going to surprise you a little bit, but I really like it. I actually almost made it my lock. Uh, I'll run through these. Wisconsin, like we just said, six. You can get them now at five and a half if you want. If you wait till tomorrow, I think it'll be back to six. Also Friday night, NC State minus nine. Uh, San Jose State plus four and a half. I got Toledo minus 21. Western Kentucky plus three and a half. Miami, the U, Hurricanes minus 23 and a half. Illinois minus 15 and a half, Michigan State plus seven and a half, Wyoming under 42, Eileen, Ohio State, Clemson is a pick, UMass minus three is a pick, Oregon State minus three is a pick. I like Florida to keep it rolling against Charlotte. I know we shit all over Florida and Graham Mertz and stuff earlier this year, but I kind of warned listeners last week about that game i knew it was going to be a weird one and florida end up rolling tennessee south carolina was in prime position to upset georgia and then they blew it away in the second half i like them this week as well minus six and a half i love and maybe we should have hit this one iowa versus penn state i love iowa plus 14 and a half i think they muck this game up seriously muck it up and i know that they just played penn state and Drew Alar, he just played Illinois last week. Illinois has a good defense. They may, they don't have much of an offense, but they do have a good defense. Unfortunately, I think this box score is deceiving. And the how, just how bad that offense is, Altmaier is not a bad quarterback. They just have a lot of figuring out to do at Illinois. And I think the box score and the final score make that game seem further than it was. Uh, and don't get me wrong, it wasn't close, but Iowa's going to have a lot better defense and I think just a semblance of an offense. So I think it's 14.5 too much. Eileen, North Carolina, minus 7.5. I have two locks of the week. I'll save them. Give me, uh, give me what you got. I only have one other pick. You're, 
you're on a roll and you, um, you, you've had two great weeks. So I, I'm letting you do the card. Nobody wants to hear what I think. I have one, I have one player prop though. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, I did bet on Kansas State last week, and they did not cover. They lost to Missouri, and I watched a lot of the game. And while watching that game, I had an opportunity to watch a young sophomore wide receiver for Missouri named Luther Burden III. (laughs) Clearly the best player on the field. This dude is a stud that probably nobody's ever heard of. I've tried to find player prop bets for the Missouri Tigers this week, and I can't. I, they they don't have any posted yet. Maybe they will, but if, they, if they do, I am going to take Luther Burden the third anytime touchdown this week. They're going to yep. find a way to get the ball in that dude's hands, and trust me, that dude's going to be playing in the NFL one day. I love it. Yeah, I love I love that. I think that's great. Um, I'm, and I will tell that with you. My two locks, uh, no one will be up after the day that is going to be the day on Saturday. The, the six ranked matchups, no one will be up for this one. I probably won't even watch it. I love Hawaii minus two and a half <laughs> versus New I was Mexico. Bring, Kenny, I was going to bring this up at the end. I was going to ask if your permission to break all of your predetermined rules because I, I love it, dude. Are you taking Hawaii minus three? Yes. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yes. that's my pick. I love I freaking, it. Uh, I love it. I'll New put Mexico two units. I'll put North. six units on it. <laughs> <laughs> I will have over two units on this game. Um, New Mexico State looked like dog shit <laughs> to start the year week zero. I remember watching the game because I had the under for the full game, and they rattled off like 45 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, that was against UMass. They lost 41-30 to 30 against UMass. They've also taken a loss to Liberty. And Hawaii, since keeping it close with Vanderbilt, kept it close with Stanford. Their only win is against Albany, but their last game was against Oregon. So now they finally get to go back to the island. And they have played now Vanderbilt, Stanford, Oregon. And I actually am convinced that this is a good team. I think Chang has them heading in the right direction, even at one and three. I like the things they're doing on offense, and I like them playing at home. Those are the two big things for me, at home, and I like their offense. Uh, defense, I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen, but New Mexico State, after that effort and that, that quality of play to begin the year in week zero, and this will put Hawaii squarely back in the timeout box as well if they make me look stupid. And my other pick, um, we've already hit on it. I've already given out some information and how I feel about it a little bit. Oregon, minus 20, and I'm going to do 20 and a half and buy that half point just because I hate the 21 number. Minus 20 and a half, Oregon will be the largest play that I've had to date <laughs> this season. <laughs> And I want to give you, I want to tell you something all week I've sat here and all week on Twitter, every time I turn on the TV for the last, not even just this week, the four weeks of college football this year, what I've never seen this much coverage, hype focus centered around one team and really about two guys, Travis Hunter and Shadur Sanders. And I guess Dion in a way. But I've never seen anything like this. They come out and TCU slept walked against them. Their defense was miserable. They made them, you know, look good. 
They go and then they get Nebraska, who God knows, if you watch the game, Nebraska should have beat them. And then last week, as a 24-point favorite, they go to double overtime with Colorado State. And people are calling this disrespect that Colorado is a 21-point dog to Oregon and Bo Nix. Well, I got news for you. They they are going to smack them in the mouth. This game is going to get out of hand early and often. And without Travis Hunter for three weeks on offense and defense, think of all the snaps you're replacing. The guy plays like 150 snaps a game for three weeks now. He's clearly made a strides in this Heisman candidate voting. This is when the party comes crashing down on Colorado's head. I know John is out there and he loves them. I know he's been going to the games. They're sold out crowds. Everybody's in on this team. I'm not. I faded them last week. I took Colorado State. Nebraska should have beat them. And uh, I stand here on Oregon, minus 20 and a half. I even like 21, but for betting purposes, I'm taking the 20 and a half. Tell me, B, do you like it? Can you walk me off the edge? I'm not sure anybody can walk me off the edge here at this point. but No, I, I like it, and, and, and I think the analysis was spot on. Um, I, I like what's going on out there. I like Coach Prime, all that. But I'm, I'm getting a little sick and tired of him playing the victim card. You know, yeah. no, nobody, pays atten- nobody pays attention to us or my guys because we're black. Come on. Over over 80% of the Division I college football players are black. Every team. It's, it's not that big of a deal. So, yeah, it's not. I, I think I, there's a, a some sort of – I don't even <clears throat> want to know if I want to call it race baiting or what it is. There is certainly a pride, though, and it has been made mention of now on several times, and it has kind of turned into that. So I know that they're going to come out playing hot, but – how many weeks in a row can you keep up this mantra? Of this, exactly. Like, I mean, exactly. I, I yeah. don't know. I, exactly. I don't know. You, you can only play the victim card for so long. And then if, if you truly are a top 20 team, you got to line up and play football um, like everybody else does. And yeah. um, so I, I don't like to root against anybody. I don't root against anybody, but uh, I, I tend to agree with you. I think this is going to be when the honeymoon comes to an end. Um, and, and the hype machine calms down a little bit. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think yeah. what I've talked about, I've mentioned it several times now, media bias. And I think it's becoming worse now than ever. I've never seen it like this. Um, I actually saw Barstool selling those shirts today for a different reason that say defund the media. <laughs> I love it. I almost bought seven yeah. of them. Uh, so anywho, I, I just I just believe this number has gotten too too out of control i i think they win 30 to 40 points i, I think they just absolutely kill them um, at oregon and I'm, I'm very excited to watch that game so, um, i, I absolutely I week, yeah no no i love 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 that hawaii pick i'm shocked that you rolled out with that because i was going to try to sneak that one in at the end and you beat me to the punch i love it kenny I tried to beat you. And I got two more that I'm just going to give. These are just outright wins that I like. I like BYU plus eight and a half versus Kansas. I know I'm late to the party. They were eight-point dog last week versus Arkansas, and they looked good. Uh, I'm late to the party, but I I would be square there and take them again. And I like LA Tech plus 20 versus Nebraska. I like them outright as well. Um, I think that a lot of – in general, being square this year has been profitable – And I want to leave the listeners with this note in their head. 
I think this is going to be the week that being a square gambler really, really comes to bite you in the ass. I think the dollar amount and the total number, uh, total amount of money bet on some of these big primetime ranked matchups this week is going to be astronomical. And I think there are plenty of traps set in the numbers, and I think that they are waiting for us to take the, to take the bait. And I will not take the bait, uh, at least not in a big way if I do. So be smart, be responsible, you know, tail along, and let's make some money. That's all I got. Sounds like a plan. I think it's a great card, and I've got nothing else. Um, Good stuff, Kenny. Good stuff, B. Thanks for uh, listening, everybody. I think we're going to make some money this week. I got a good feeling, and uh, love you all. Thanks for listening. Hammer time out.